Hello and welcome everyone to our first episode of Beer 30. I'm your host, Luke McDermott, and as always, I will be joined by Drew Grill. Drew, how are you doing today? What up? Hanging out, having a beer. Right on. So, just to explain our podcast a little bit, me and Drew no longer live near each other, and we just want to have beers together. So, this is our virtual bar where him and I will be drinking and having discussions, and y'all can listen in. All right, Drew, you ready to crack your beer? Hell yeah. Let's do it. Oh, mine didn't crack because it's a bottle. That was extremely disappointing. <laughs> not going to lie. <laughs> All right. We're going to start off with our first bar-based segment. We call it Who's Getting Bounced. Basically, it's who we're bouncing out of life, I guess. <laughs> yeah, just somebody that's ticked you off the past week, somebody that's ticked you off your whole life even. Someone in the news that you're just like, fuck that guy. Like, yeah. You get bounced. So, Drew, yeah. who's getting bounced? Okay, dude, I yesterday I went to Home Depot. I had to buy some shit for this retaining wall building, but they're doing the line outside of Home Depot, and there can only be so many people in the store, right? So I see this guy get out of his truck at the same time as I do, and I'm like, dude, I in my head – I'm typical asshole. Just like, I'm not waiting on one more person. I'm going to beat that guy to the line. (laughs) So I'm beelining it. And he's definitely got the same idea because he made a good move and cut across the parking lot. Like, you know, he definitely had the same idea. But he walks by this old lady and her husband putting their whatever they got from Home Depot in their van. And the old lady's got a mask on. And he got maybe like four feet close to her for half a second when he walked by trying to beat me to the line. And this lady, I swear to you, purposely turns and coughs at this man. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, she's got a mask on. So I was like, whatever. But and then he takes like three, four more steps. And he's like, I don't know, within 10 feet of me at this point. And. I hear this old lady go, dumbass. <laughs> and I, I was like, what? Like, holy shit. And then me and him were like kind of side by side, but like, I don't know, six to ten feet apart from each other. And I just whispered under my breath so he could hear it, but she couldn't. I go, old bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm bouncing that lady because that was really fucked up. <laughs> and yeah, you know what? She deserves it. <laughs> Like, like, fuck that lady. It's so unnecessary. Like, we all understand four feet, six to four feet. It's like, if I'm not, like, brushing shoulders with you, I don't think there's going to be a huge problem as long as it's, like, not an extended period of time right next to each other. There's no need to turn at somebody and cough and then call them a dumbass. What? I mean, he was within six feet for half a second. He was walking by. I mean, I mean, he was beelining it. He was trying to beat me to get to the Home Depot line. <laughs> Dude, I could not believe it. I mean, people are doing crazy things now, man. It, like, it kind of makes sense. People are just insane. Like, this is unprecedented in my in our lifetime. It just doesn't, like... We've never seen anything like this. This is insane. And people are just treating it like it's the end of the world slash 
everybody's got the most extreme case of cooties ever because it's like, yeah, you don't want to be in t- contact with people. You don't want to be near people, but it's like if people pass by you, you don't need to freak out at them. Dude, I I don't know. I haven't heard that before. I'm calling Corona extreme cooties now. That's just that's going to be a thing. I think that's probably an undersell of what it is. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's, but, you're no. pretty accurate. What you just said is very accurate. And also, I mean, it spreads like cooties to to an extent. <laughs> cooties spreads like you can. I mean, <laughs> cooties spreads like crazy, bro. We all know. All this. I'm saying is coronavirus, like its its symptoms seem almost imaginary because it's like you don't show anything for two weeks and then you get extremely sick. That's insanity to me. Oh, I like mean, I don't disbelieve it. I believe it's very true and it like it like is happening. Don't get me wrong. I'm just thinking like that is the most insane way for a virus to spread. Yeah, no, I, I've never been a person that's like, we're living in a simulation kind of thing, but I'm starting to get to be that person because I mean, we're living in a upside, <laughs> we're living at least in the upside down right now, at the very least. Dude, something weird has happened with our dimension and there is no explaining it. Like, the if you, okay, with a really bad segue that we're going to get to later, if you watch Community, there's one episode where they have six different timelines. We're on the darkest timeline, my guy. I'll get back to that later. <laughs> like, Damn it. Yeah, we'll get okay. to that later. So I don't have anybody to bounce this week. Do you have another person to bounce? Or uh, no, I got nobody else. That's just that just that bitch old lady. I hope she's listening. I hope she stumbles upon this random podcast. <laughs> and she's like, fuck, that was me. It was it was the Home Depot in Urbandale, Iowa. Fuck you, old you lady. Hear that you that lady? Yeah. Home Depot. I know you <laughs> You conceited bitch. <laughs> well, on that, we're going to move on to our next beer-based topic. Uh, buying around. So this topic or segment is usually for people that we think deserve an accolade. And in this case, at the bar, that accolade is around. So I'm going to start this week. I'm buying around for Fauci or Dr. Fauci. I can't, I don't know Fauci. if that's how you actually pronounce it. Fauci. Yeah, Andrew Fauci. The man is a legend. It, he is the most hardworking human being like, no, okay, well, I won't say that because there are other people that are working extremely hard during this time. But this man is really trying to help the United States stay afloat to little avail because our government is just not helping him. So I believe that man deserves a round more than most people right now. Cheers. Cheers. I'm buying a round for, I got two. I'm buying two rounds. First one, service and healthcare workers. I don't know if you saw what I just did there, Luke. Little, little trick all four of our friends that are going to listen to this. Think they're listening to a real podcast right now because I just think service and healthcare workers. Exactly, I actually do, but it's also oh, a little, little, yeah. little trickery there. <laughs> exactly. And two, uh, I'm buying around for the WWE because okay, there's a, there's a little background. Rob Gronkowski got traded to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 
right? Did you hear mm-hmm. that? Okay. So, uh, last month, Gronk won the WWE 24-7 championship. So, <laughs> today, when the news broke that Gronk went back to, or went to Tampa Bay, uh, the WWE, this is the exact quote. Congratulations to Rob Gronkowski on the current, or I'm sorry, congratulations to Rob Gronkowski, the current WWE 24-7 champion on his return to football. Per the rules of the 24-7 title, Gronk must defend his championship at all times in any location. He could be celebrating a touchdown pass from Tom Brady anytime, anywhere. Oh my god. So I'm lying around for the WWE. On, like okay, on a condition that they do something crazy with that, like they actually do him celebrating a touchdown, and like eight WWE wrestlers come out and he just pins them all like super quick or something. I don't think the NFL will ever allow that. Oh, absolutely not. Roger Goodell hates uh, Vince McMahon. It <laughs> isn't Vince McMahon the XFL guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that explains well, it. Well, he's the, yeah, that, that, yeah. But, oh my God, dude. <laughs> that would be just a. They have you to thought do Avengers Endgame was the most epic crossover ever. <laughs> Wait till you see an NFL, XFL, WWE oh, crossover. Oh my God. Jeez, that would be insanity. <laughs> well, I choose to both of those rounds, my friend. Cheers. All right, so um, then what we're going to get into next, yeah, this is main topic of the night. So I guess background, Community got put on Netflix last week, the week four, two weeks ago, something like that, and uh, we fucking love Community. I, yeah. I mean... (laughs) I have I watched that show when it came out and I just thought it was like probably the funniest thing ever and I didn't understand half of the jokes cuz I was in high school still. I now that I've been to college and I'm an adult these jokes are way funnier and make so much more sense. I remember seeing the show when it was when it came out but I never really watched the show until I went to community college. <laughs> and like it really doesn't like portray community college like very well at all other than the fact that there's just like a lot of different kinds of people in community college but oh yeah it's a satire point of view oh yeah like and there's all i mean and they break fourth wall and they like it's <laughs> it's campy but like, like it knows it's campy at the same time yeah it's it's like the Ryan Reynolds of like TV shows. That's an amazing analogy. Whoa. <laughs> it knows it's ridiculous, but it plays into that fact. And that's great because I just watched an episode. I'm going to try not to reference the show too much, but I just watched an episode where Britta says that an analogy is like <laughs> a thought wearing another thing thoughts hat <laughs> <laughs> i literally just watched it like not 20 minutes ago <laughs> I, I, I dang man 
Oh, that show just has so many great quotes. I mean, episodes okay. like holiday episodes. and Well, I guess we'll probably get into that because we're going to do rankings and lists. But what I wanted to get into the other idea that uh, like community sparked for me. So like I was thinking about it, like when community aired and stuff. And I was thinking about just like sitcoms from like that kind of age. I think from what is it? 2006 when the office started to like 2012 or 2014 when parks and rec ended that NBC had maybe the best run of comedies in the history of network television. I will fully stand by the point that they did. I, I don't know if you could find a better span of time with better comedies. That's all I'll say. Yeah, no, you. I mean, so I, I looked on it up. On one network. On one network. Yeah, I looked up all the run times because they like, like The Office started first. Well, I think 30 Rock started first because I'm throwing 30 Rock in here. But anyway, so mm-hmm. I was like, I kind of looked up a, a year where I knew they were all running and they all had new episodes. So I looked up a 2010 and NBC's Thursday nights in pretty much all of 2010, except for in the fall. Yeah, let's go with the fall. Uh, their Thursday nights were insanely good comedy. You started with, at 8, you had Community. And then at 8.30, you either had 30 Rock or Rerun of the Office. And then 9, you always had The Office. 9.30, Parks and Rec. And then 10 o'clock, 30 Rock. Thursday night was the night I looked forward to the most. That, like, when I was probably, I think it was middle school, like, was that eighth or ninth grade? Would have been 2010. 2010 would have been freshman. Yeah. That was, like, the night I looked forward to the most because I just got to go home and watch Community and The Office. And I, those are, Probably to, we'll get into this, but those are two of my favorite shows of all time. I think. But, yeah, but that's just a murderer's row of comedy. I was looking at other ones. I guess I this is all in 2010. I guess I didn't look up any other uh, networks like runtimes, but like so. Let's go with CBS. CBS Monday nights would be like their counter to NBC. Mm-hmm. And it was How I Met Your Mother, Rules of Engagement, Two and a Half Men, and then Mike and Molly. Like, those shows have... I love Two and a Half Men. But, like, they don't hold anything to any of those NBC shows. I can't think of any ones that really do. Like, If you combine them, they might equal one. Yeah, like, CBS had... Let's say CBS had... Big Bang at one point when all of those other shows are running. It's like, okay, yeah. that's one show, though. They had yep. four shows that were just insane, like all-time shows. I love all Fire. of those shows. I love three of those shows, and <laughs> we'll get into that. Oh, geez. I know. So, I know. It's probably my favorite one, too. Probably. <laughs> so to break it down, what we did was we ranked our top five for two different categories, best show overall and best comedy because we thought those needed separate 
things. I mean, I there are different there are different categories. Well, altogether. I went I went best and funniest. I guess you kind of said the same thing, but like yeah. yeah. And then we highlighted some of the worst ones that we believe came out of that. No, I era. Have, I have one worst. That's it. I have three ones that I think are extremely overrated. Oh God, I'm gonna hate all of them too. Okay. You are. Yeah. I know you will. Okay. And then I have honorable mentions that. So, yeah. Okay. So I. We go I think I said, of the of some of the comedies that we. Well, I think I said earlier that uh, we were gonna go from Friends until like the present, until now. Should we? But I was thinking about it. I think clear? I think Fresh Prince comes before Friends. I think you're right. So, so I'm going to go through whichever one of those comes first. Yeah, I know. I got the list right here if you want me to go through it. I, I Go ahead. Okay. So. This uh, is in no order. Yeah, this is in no order. This is just me thinking of these comedies. Friends, How I Met Your Mother, Scrubs, Big Bang, Fresh Prince, Community, 30 Rock, The Office. Married with Children, Malcolm in the Middle, That 70s Show, King of Queens, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, The Nanny. The Nanny might be even older than... I'm going to toss I think The, the Nanny's out. really old. Yeah, I'm going to toss The Nanny out, but because I didn't even like that show. I just thought of it. I doubt that's in your top five on either one of them. Uh, Not in my top five, no. <laughs> the Goldbergs, Parks and Rec, Modern Family... Home Improvement, that might be like an 80s show, too. Uh, I'll talk about that one, though. It's a great show. Um, oh, no. <laughs> Everybody Loves Raymond. I mean, those are just like, I'm, I'm just, you understand what we mean. We mean like Fox, CBS, NBC, ABC, mm. comedies. I just wanted like, to give them an idea of what we pulled from. Yeah, but like, well, let's go with like mid-90s to now, because I'm sure we're not going to have anything before the mid-90s. Comedies that our generation, people our age, would have watched and, in, like, yeah, in this time frame. Like, don't get mad at me because I don't have fucking Seinfeld on my list. Like, I like Seinfeld. I've seen episodes, but, like, I don't It's care. not a comedy for our generation. Yeah. It's okay. So do you want to start with com- best comedies or best overall? I want to go... Okay. I'm going to go with... Let's start with best overall. Because I think okay. I think my funniest list is more of my favorite, but best is you go first, and then I'll yeah. So five, you want me to start from five to one, or yeah, that would make the most sense, Luke. Yeah. Okay. So number five, I had Fresh Prince. Uh, I just classic Will Smith, the intro, everything about it, and like it's just comedy. I think that's a great one. Uh, overall, too, because it, it the storyline that Will Smith goes through is insane. Uh, number four, Boy Meets World. I loved that show. Uh, Topanga was probably my first crush ever. So, hell yeah, uh, Topanga's bad. Number three, Community. I just think it's an extremely well-rounded show, and I think there's a lot of funny, extremely funny moments to it. And I think there's still a lot of like solid like cinematic and tv experiences to be had in the show uh now two and one were hard for me were, were kind of hard but not really because Wait, hold on hold on save your two and three or one and two okay yeah 
we'll get down to that because then we can yeah, actually we'll... kind of explain like our picks on those at least right on right on all right what's your number five Andrew? okay so with like i'll explain how i went about it with best overall like it was funny and also like there were like life lessons and good storylines and like actually good character arcs and stuff like that like my funniest is just like flat out no, like it makes you laugh. Like there, yeah, like there's still storylines and stuff, but like it just make like there's so many jokes and it's just all funny. It's more comedy. Than yeah, story. exactly. So my best uh, number five of Full House. Okay, right classic. On. I mean, you can't go wrong. Full House, Bob Saget, <laughs> uh, Uncle Joe, wow. John Stamos. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Um. Okay. Four. We're the same. Boy Meets World. Topanga. Hey. Topanga. The other day, uh, some dude said that I look like Sean from Boy Meets World, and I was like, "Oh my I god!" I was like, "You're my best friend now." And I was like, "That's that not true at all." Hard. Yeah, I was like, "It that's... kind of is, though." No, I was like, "That's not true." The hair. At all. Yeah. If he, if Sean had a beard, you, you would be. <laughs> yes, that's so true. No, I was Sorry. like, "You're wrong," but you're my best friend now. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> uh, three Fresh Prince, same like as you, hilarious. Uh, they, I, um, like storyline, and they hit you in the feels. There was lessons to be learned and shit like that. Yeah. Like all the, the feels. Like one I could think of is, obviously, like everyone knows it when Will Smith's talking about his dad with uncle mm-hmm. bill freaking out or like the pool hall hustling episode that's a great episode oh yes like, you, like that's when you can just pull off your head like episodes and shit or like the last one where will's just standing there in the empty uh in the empty house. part or the house yeah yeah it's god it's such a good show which aunt viv did you like better it's the, um, it's the first one right I think so, yeah. I, I'd have to look at the actresses because I can't remember uh, their names, but I, I have a specific image of one of them. I know yeah. who it is. I just have to look at it. But Yeah, hold on. Well, I guess me saying their names to you probably won't even help. So. Oh, you're doing that, though. I'm going to do my number two. Yeah, go for it. So my number two is Parks and Recreation. There's so much great stuff about this show and i think it highlights like the inadequacies of our government so well while also just being hysterical i have a very specific reason to why it's number two um and i'll get to that reason when i explain number one but that i I, gotta say that just shocked me i did not think parks and rec could be your number two I mean, Parks I, and Recreation I, is such an incredible show, in my opinion. They have an outstanding cast. They have, like, they just nail all the personalities of, like, like, Chris Pratt is perfect in that show. Um, oh, my gosh, I just blanked on her name. April Ludgate. I can't remember her, like, what, what her real name is. Oh, oh. anybody listens to they're just gonna be like you're a moron. Yeah, they're screaming this right now. What is her name? They're screaming. Aubrey um, Plaza. Aubrey Plaza. Ron off or Nick Offerman. Ron Offerman. Dude, I, I all of them like their characters meld so well with who they are in real life. 
And I just think that show is like incredibly well put together. And then the finale is one of the most satisfying finales I've ever seen in my life. I just, uh, it's incredible. I could go on forever. Uh, I'm with you. It's like, I, and it sparked a lot of people's like not really sparked their career. It sparked a few people's careers. like Chris Pratt, in my opinion, uh, who is now star Lord and prominent person in the Marvel universe. And I'm sure if you continue to listen to this podcast, you will hear us talk plenty about the Marvel universe, but that's why parks and rec is number two. Do you want me to do number one or do you want to go number two right now? I'll go number two first, but uh, first I got a way for you to remember which Aunt Viv. It's the one I'm looking at it that where they take the Black History, yeah, where they take the Black History class. Janet, she Huber. sings. Yeah. Did you, did you read why she got yeah, fired? So it's Janet Hubert. Yep. Uh, so when she was pregnant, and they like gave no, I didn't. She gave birth to Nikki. Kid that came along. Apparently, she was actually pregnant in real life, and that violated her contract. So they like that's fired so her. fucked up. But they wrote it into this, right? That's <laughs> so fucked, fucked up. up. Right? <laughs> that just whoa. That just put a cloud over Fresh Prince for me, right? dude. A dude wrote that. Still on contract. the list, though. Dude, fuck that guy. Whoever wrote that that's contract, fucked. a fucking piece of shit. And I know okay. it's a guy. Why? Why does it even matter? Okay, I'm not going to get into that. Anyway, you're number two. Scrubs. Okay. Yeah, no, it's got to be Scrubs. Uh, It's super fucking funny. JD and Turk are friends that anyone would want to have. And then uh, it hits you in the feels. It keeps shit real quick in that show. And Dr. Cox is like a lovable asshole. The uh, like head, I don't know what you call like a head doctor of a hospital. You're asking uh, the wrong guy, my friend. Yeah. But everybody, I, I, everybody knows who I'm talking about uh, with the show. Mm-hmm. I can't think the of the old his guy name, but uh, yeah, yeah. He's hilarious. Just like super blunt. The janitor and JD uh, relationship. It starts from like the very first episode where JD sticks a penny in the um, retractable doors or whatever where you step on the mat. I don't know what you call those. Uh, and like he told, like the janitor tortures him the whole time. And then there's uh, the few episodes or maybe one episode where the janitor makes JD believe that. He's in his head. Maybe that's a no. Maybe that's a conspiracy theory. Yeah, that is not a conspiracy theory, but like a fan theory no, of the show theory. that the janitor is just like completely in JD's head. And it, oh man, I'm gonna have to read that again. That I, I think I the issue that. you with that is but, I didn't see the full thing. So I've seen bits and pieces of Scrubs, and I think it's hilarious, but I just haven't seen all of it. Yeah, no, there's good like. Like Turk and Carla's relationship is like, like basically Jim and Pam. Uh, I guess yeah. No, I'd go with that. Not like the same thing, but like relatable, I guess. But I guess that's really all I'm gonna say. I fucking love Scrubs. You haven't seen Scrubs? Watch Scrubs. Oh, actually, sorry. One more thing. 
uh, and oh, I can never remember Turk's name, his actual like name, the actor, but him and uh, Zach Braff, who plays JD, are doing a podcast right now where they're live rewatching Scrubs and they're doing commentary on it. Donald Faison, yeah, uh, yeah, Donald Faison. Faison. I think it's Faison. <laughs> but yeah, no. That's I just wanted to add that. If anyone likes Scrubs and didn't know that, go listen to it. I listened to one or two and it's it's awesome. Right on. Okay. My number one? Your number one. If you know me, this is pretty easy. Uh and you can yeah, you're almost an likely guess it and everybody will just be like, Well you're uh you're Yeah, you're whatever. An it's asshole. the office. You're an asshole. That's fine. Uh, I watched The Office since season one uh, without even knowing it uh, live. So I watched everything live. I I mean, I watched some of them recorded because I couldn't watch them live. But uh, it's my favorite TV show ever. Um, I think there are... It's, it's so relevant. There are so many storylines that anybody can basically connect to. Um, and I, the reason I think it's better than Parks and Recreation is because without The Office, you don't have Parks and Recreation. You don't have the formula of the mockumentary uh, without like being explained. Like in The Office, they explicitly explain what the film crew is doing. Uh, in Parks and Rec, you just assume it because of The Office, almost. Um I think The Office has a better cast. I think The Office has one of the greatest casts ever. Rain Wilson, Jenna Fisher, John Krasinski, Steve Carell, Rashida Jones. Um, there are so many. I can't even think of uh, all of their names right now. But uh, I, everybody nowadays is The Office is super uh, inappropriate and it's not like PC. Nobody, nobody says that. Shut up. There are so many people that like I, I see things on Twitter that's like unpopular opinion, but the office isn't funny at all. And it's like you're just stuck up. It's like you don't see the nuances of like what's happening. It's also once you work in an office, you see how ridiculous some of the stuff in the show is, and you're like, wow. Okay. Just because we have to talk about the office, I had to chug my beer. So uh I, it's to say it's not funny. Those people are stupid. Objectively, The Office is fucking hilarious. It's a great show. I've watched the whole thing. It's one of like the very few ones I've watched like all the way through. Like shows, I guess. But like, I've never worked in The Office, so I guess I don't get that aspect either. But I just hate the people that just always talk about the office and always do like memes of the office and tweet about the office. And like, especially right now in quarantine, I think you hate people that are one track minded though. I don't think that's necessarily focused. On like I'm not, I'm not like breaking any ground here. There's plenty of people like me because it's starting to be a war on Twitter, but like watch a new show. You've watched the office like seven fucking times through just watch a new show. I'm not saying you, but like maybe you, I don't know how much you watch the office, but, just watch something else. Like, God damn it. <laughs> My standpoint there is like, if you have any comfort ever, go do something different. Like, 
Some people enjoy watching a TV show. That's their comfort. Some people enjoy doing other things religiously. It's like, I understand. Who are you to judge what other people watch continuously? Maybe, like, I just, I get the standpoint. It's like, it shouldn't, I don't like people that are one track minded. I don't like people that um, their personality is based on one thing. It's annoying. I get it. But it's like just to shit on somebody because they find the office enjoyable and they don't particularly like really want to branch out and watch other TV shows. I think that point is just as cringy as anybody that I think the people that are like, go watch a different show, go all go do all this. Like you, there's about a billion shows. I think they're just as cringy as the people that are like, uh, the office is my life. It's like, why don't you worry about yourself? No. It's like, why do you care what other other people watch? Like, maybe I I understand if it's like to go to bed. Like, I watch the same show. That's like American Dad for me, basically, when I fall asleep. Or like playing in the background while you're doing something else. But when you're sitting down to watch that, like to purposely just sit there and watch something. And you just keep watching the same episodes of The Office over and over. Like... Just watch well, I don't sit down to watch. My, like, like, my thing is, I don't sit down to watch, watch anything if I've seen it before. I will never just sit down and re-watch something. I will always be doing something else if I'm re-watching something. So, yes, yeah, see, I like, think there are people out there that will just like, yeah, I'm not going to, like, I have nothing to do tonight, so I'm just going to sit down and re-watch The Office. I think those people are also on their phone, on Twitter, on Reddit, doing other things. Oh, yeah, things. we all are. We're watching shit at home. But, like, I'm just saying, like, I don't know. I, like I said, it's a great show. It's a funny show. It's not on either of my top fives. But I just can't stand people who are, like, so hardcore on The Office. And they've, like, at least if they've never seen, like, any of these other shows like any of them, but like community. I, I mean, I agree. I, I think those like people trying, are annoying. I think that's kind of similar at least. Cause I feel like it all kind of comes stems back to community. Cause I feel like I'm not a whole lot of people that I know, like really watch community and like really oh, like it. And I'm not saying like we're fucking like the only people who watch it. I'm sure a shitload of people watched it. It was on for six seasons, but it's like, somewhat similar to the office if you want to branch out then go watch community it's an amazing show yeah no i i agree with you if you like the office go watch parson rec go watch community those two shows are very similar veins of satire where it's it's making a common thing extreme but what i'll say is like i think the people that love the office um like fully are I hate I don't I don't like them either I think they're really annoying I think the people that have that like one personality that's the office is just like shut the fuck up and I know people have looked at me that way probably in the past but honestly if you have fuck you and I honestly don't care but <laughs> because I know I know my personality is more one than one track and that's fine by me um, but I think the people that hate on the office just to hate on the office are just as bad, if not worse, than the other people. Because it's like, uh, why are you mad that I have something that I love? Is it because you don't have anything that you love this much? Or are you just bitter? Is like, is that the scenario? 
Or is it like, are you actually just so annoyed with people posting the office that you think you need to say something or you're just being edgy? I think those people are just as annoying as anybody that sits and watches the office all day long. No, nah, so yeah, I think you can't, that you can't hate on the office. Like people who hate on the office are just wrong because it's a great show. Well, they're just but, as bad as the people that sit there and jerk off to the office. It's like yeah, the extremes um, like are the people, not where it's at. The people like me who don't hate on the office, it's just say watch a new show, like just do something else because it's really what I want. I think what I, I just figured out what I actually want. Is I just want memes of other goddamn shows. <laughs> you know what? You're right. You're right. That's I, it. That's I, it. I don't disagree with you. I think they should go watch something new. I think there are other comedies out there they could watch. And they I mean just, that because I'll totally understand that reference if too. People made community memes. Community is a gold pot of memes. We'll just get to like. Yeah. No. Yeah. There's so many things you can make memes off of that and show, and I think they'll be coming because I think more people will start watching it because, like you said, it came out like what two weeks ago to like a month ago. Basically. Yeah, and it's been on Hulu, but uh, a lot more people have Netflix and Hulu. I feel like true, but yeah, I guess we'll, we should get into the our well, other top five. For... Oh, I gotta get my number one. No, we were just talking about the office and how. <laughs> yeah, no. There are some people that yeah. I I think I think uh, both of those people fall into one category, and it's people that think about the office too much, and it's people that think about people that like office too much, and then people that actually like the office too much. Okay, Luke, this is gonna be my last point, and you're not gonna say anything about it after this last point. Here's why oh, your yeah. number one is fucking stupid. Look what it just did to us. Look what The Office does to people, Luke. That's all I'm going to say. That's why you're an idiot. All right. My number one. That was No, I'm not going to sit quiet. That's such a stupid thing. No. Fuck off. Nope. My number one, that 70s show. Great show. show. Now I'm just going to talk over (laughs) you. You're an idiot. (laughs) You can't tell me to sit quiet and then insult me. (laughs) Who is insulting you? Well, it wasn't you're a fucking idiot. I mean, I mean, all, right. all right. Try to explain why that 70s show is the best show. <laughs> it is literally like it teaches you how to navigate through puberty in high school and like the whole shebang. And it's also super hilarious. They smoke weed on the show. So that's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So cool, dude. <laughs> I just want to be devil's advocate now because I really enjoy this show, but I want to shit on it now just because of your last statement. Not none of the other statements, just the one stupid ass. All right, then I got. I have a. (laughs) I got something that make you can't shit on. I love this. I love that seventy show, but I always wanted to be Hyde so bad. But I'm such a foreman that it is ridiculous. Nah. No, you can't disagree with that. You know I'm I right. don't agree with that. If there's anyone on that show, I'm a, such a foreman. If, I hate if you're it. Trying, if you're trying to equate your dad to Red, they're not even similar. Okay. I didn't, I didn't even think of that. So, like, you just doubled it up. That's. Oh, yeah, because I'm not even going to say what I want to say. Your dad and Red are not the same, and you know it. Oh, my God. That's hilarious, though. Oh. 
<laughs> okay, right. here's what I'll say to that. Devil's Advocate. If you weren't a stoner, that is not the best show. Oh, it's absolutely the best show. I disagree. There's 100%. a bunch of other high school stuff that like yeah. in there that it's actually pretty good. And then there's some real deep shit. And then Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher got married. Boom. Best show. I still... I, I don't... I mean... You don't watch that show unless you're stoner. You don't watch that show unless you uh, like actually connect with some of those characters somehow. All right, Luke. Who's not a stoner? Boom. What? So who's who is not a stoner? Let's be real. Think about that. There are so many nope. people that would consider themselves not. Everybody a stoner. smokes weed. Everybody. Gets I, that doesn't mean that they're stoner. So you can relate though. No. They smoke weed. You've smoked weed. You can relate. That's okay. Everybody I, mean, I think it's a good show. Okay, but like, what? Like back to the beginning. Best. Like teaches you shit. Deep stuff. Funny. Relatable. All that stuff. Like that seventy show was it? I mean, it's in Midwestern Wisconsin. I we we grew up in Iowa. Not that far. Definitely not nearly as small of a town as that was supposed to be in the show and shit. I would say it's supposed to be in the 70s. But there's a lot of, like, I guess I relate to that show on, like, so many levels. It's weird. Yeah, I think that's the difference. See, I don't really relate to that show because it's so it's set in such a different time period than what we're actually in. So, But it was also made in, like, the early 2000s, so it's, like, relevant. So that, I mean, that also adds to it because, I mean, I, I like time period stuff that also has like relevance in today or the present, I guess, depending on when it's made. Man, you just totally made me rethink my number one because I had to be a dick about the office. Well, you deserve it. I, like, like, I, people I can talk shit about the office all day. I can talk shit about the office. I can admit that like there are people that are obsessed with it. There are people that are like that care way too much about it. I understand that point of view, <laughs> but you can't just come at it from like an. I you can come at it from an extremely negative point of view, and I'll sit here very calmly and I'll tell you that I disagree with you, but it's an opinion. That you can like have. Like I said, you see what the office does to people. It's, all I'm saying I'm, I'm is, talking to listeners, not you. You see what the office does to people? Watch a new show. All right, funniest top five. Makes them calm and collected and reasonable human no. beings that are willing no. to listen to other people's standpoints. No. You weren't li- willing to listen. Just you, just, you just immediately, immediately started ragging on my show. Top five funniest. Go. All right, five scrubs. Really? I think it's a good show. I love the show. I just haven't seen enough of it. Wow. So I think like I I think the the comedy is poignant. I believe that the like the medicine is in it. It has been claimed to be the most accurate medicine in any TV show portrayal ever. Oh yeah, like way, yeah. Love that. Yeah, right. And my brother and his uh, wife were both pharmacists. And they love that show. So, like, over Christmas break when I was in Colorado at their house, we just watched a ton of it. I love it. I think it's hysterical. Um, I haven't seen enough of it. So, I think if I watched, like, all of it, it probably would have been in my top five 
uh, best. Hell yeah. Uh, number four. Wait, hold on. Is Brooklyn Nine? Oh, sorry. Uh, we were, I thought we were doing five. Six, no, 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 no. I was going to ask. I totally forgot to. Um, for your best, did you have any honorable mentions? Because I had one honorable mention. That was not. I have honorable mentions for like just overall. Okay. Okay, we'll do that at the end then. Sorry, keep number. F- yeah, do okay. five, four, three again, four. and then we'll do the same thing. Uh, number four is Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, love Brooklyn Nine Nine. God damn it! Again, I haven't seen enough of this show, but there the snippets and the actual episodes I have seen are comedy gold. There's, just, I'm almost positive anybody that listens to this will know the clip I'm talking about where they're sus- they're figuring out the suspects and uh, the uh, lady that said her brother was killed said something about like uh, I believe it was in sync being sung or I want it that way was being sung at the urinal so then uh, oh my god I just blanked on his name the main character Andy yeah. Sam holy crap has them all sing while they're in lineup and then he he gets caught up in singing and he sings with him. He goes, oh, my God. And she's like, yep, that's the one that murdered my brother. And he goes, oh, my God, I forgot that. Too. <laughs> I just that one clip is hilarious and just kind of like encapsulates the whole show. <laughs> God damn it. All right. Keep going. My number three is a tie. So I'm actually going to save that one because it's like two and three. Oh, jeez. Oh, OK. Uh, my number five. So, yeah, I just went straight funniest. Like, overall, I think it's objectively funniest. King of Queens, number five. I loved that show growing up. That is a classic. Like, watch the reruns on TBS or, like, TNT or Spike after school in, like, middle school. And that is Pete Kevin James' physical comedy. Uh, And crazy thing, I... uh, became aware of the other day the dad in that show like the old guy that lives with him i think it's the wife's dad yeah in real life that's ben stiller's dad yeah that just it blew my mind just random facts number four malcolm in the middle another classic come home watch after uh school but that was on like fox i think they were showing it at like three or four, something like that. And I'd watch that. And that is not talked enough about, about how funny that show is. It is just a show about a horrible, horrible family. It's about a bitch mom who's just awful with kids, a lazy, dumb dad who just has no idea what he's doing, and three horrible children. And they get into all sorts of just weird scenarios and like, Horrible. I mean, it's so bad. They're just horrible people, and it's so goddamn funny. Uh, and then number, my number three is Thirty Rock, because that's just an all-time show, and that's got you want to talk about an all-star cast: uh, Alec Baldwin, Tina Fey, uh, Tracy Morgan. Is that his? Is that his real name? Or is that his name on the yes. show? Because they're really close. Pretty sure that's yeah. I really hope that's, no, that's his real name because they're super close in this show. I can't remember what his name of the show is. Uh, and then I can't remember the dude who plays Kenneth, but that dude is so funny. Kenneth is one of the funniest characters in any show I've ever seen. 
Uh, yeah, that's really all I'm going to say about the first three. I'll get into my last two. All right, so mine tied for number second. I have Office and Parks and Recreation. Uh, Holy shit. I don't know. These shows are like equally funny to me. And the reason I, I already explained it, but the reason I think The Office is better is because it came first and it kind of laid the groundwork. But the one-liners that come from these shows, the the opening scenes, the individual characters, like John Ralphio from uh, Parks and Recreation is probably one of my favorite characters in any comedy ever, just because him and his sister Mona Lisa are so insane. Dude, they're the worst. They're the worst. That's, That's right why they That's what they're great. It's like money, please. I just I hate them so much. Jenny, I would hate that person in real life. That it's so funny to like see be acted out. I don't know. I don't. I just think that they're incredible. And then I just think The Office, Jim and Dwight interactions mainly are the one that what sell it for me because they have some of the funniest interactions and like uh comedic humor together on tv uh no i will give office memes one thing uh whenever oh god what's his name uh the guy who plays Asian Jim. Yeah, oh, I can't remember his name, but oh. whenever he like, yeah, there's a lot of memes with him, and it's like, like when he tweets something, people will turn that into like an office meme that he's Jim. Those will always be funny. That's actually like those are great. Other yeah, other than that, we need new memes. But so that makes Community your number one, doesn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. I think we're not the same. The community community's my, not my number one. I think the community's probably the funniest TV community's, show. Ever community's number two, though. Community's my number two. That is an absolute gold TV show. I just. There's too much to even unpack with it if you haven't seen the show. It's, it, it's like peak our age humor, I believe, because they're like high school but they're i mean they're college but older like all the people basically had like issues in college or real life and then went to a community college if you've never seen the show Dude, okay, that's um like I, the only thing that's really accurate about the community college is like not everyone but like there's so many different kinds of people that go to community college which makes it perfect for this show like all of the six main characters are all completely different like diversity and age group wise but there's like they represent like all these diverse groups and they put it together so well. Like the Christmas episodes and the Halloween episodes, like all their holiday episodes are their holiday they, episodes are so cool. They might be the best ones of like they them and Always Sunny have the best holiday episodes, I think. They just nail like uh, I, I don't even know how to explain it. You don't like you literally have to go watch some of these episodes to kind of understand it because they hit home to an extent yeah like some of them are like wait i didn't what why do i feel something from that i was supposed to be laughing like the claymation christmas episode 
Like, you have to understand the show to even understand that episode. But once you understand the show and you watch that episode, it is so, so good. It's so same with That episode alone is, like, one of the most deep episodes yeah. in that show. And there, I'm, I'm a personal believer in, like, uh, an episode or, like, a series is only as good, especially a series like comedy series are only as good as their B plots. And this show has amazing B plots. They have an entire B plot in an episode where it's Abed in the background giving, like helping a woman through labor. Yeah. And, and they don't even mention all, it the whole yeah, show. It's all in the background. And then they mention it like four episodes later. I think it's a lot more than four. I could be it, wrong, yeah. but I feel like, no, that's, yeah, it's pretty farther earlier in the season, actually. It's probably more than four, but it's... Oh, God, that show's so good. <laughs> Just the one line about that, it goes... Abed ex- basically explains that he helped deliver a baby. And then Troy goes, where was I? And Abed goes, probably doing something in the background. When in reality, Abed was in the background. No, no, he it's just a funny... like. No, he was... Uh, Troy says, where was that? And Abed, he said, I... Abed's like, I helped deliver a baby earlier this year. And Troy was like, where was that? And Abed was like, I don't know. I was somewhere in the background. Oh, I thought he called Troy out for being in the background. He completely breaks the fourth wall. Abed breaks the fourth wall a lot, and it's great. And then then just to hit on their season finale. Okay, go ahead to Halloween. Oh, the Halloween episode where, like, uh, they do, like, the psychological tests and shit, and they figure out that five of the six people – and the group are crazy like that. You have to understand the show, but once you do that episode is absolutely amazing. The paintball episodes, the video game episode. Uh, oh my God. Like the, the video game they have so many cinematic so like, yeah. differences. Like that's the thing about this show. There's so many like, yeah. And the Russo brothers or what was it? Joe. Yeah. I think it was Joe. Russo. I think they both directed some. Episodes. Yeah. The, one of them did the paintball. The second uh, season two's finale yeah. is probably some of my favorite television I've ever watched. Yeah, dude, it's just go watch Community if you haven't seen Community. It is so good. It is so worth it, worth the watch. Uh, oh, yeah. Right. So Community, what's your number my one? number two? Uh, my number one's Arrested Development. Oh my god, Arrested Development is such a good show. It is like I, I would really compare it to Community. If you have to know like. Uh, the characters in the show and like the relationships first, and then once you do everything else is so funny and uh, the the humor you miss so many jokes in Arrested Development, which makes that show actually worth we rewatching because there's so many jokes that you miss that are just super subtle. Like um, one I could pull out is Lucille the mom. Uh, so Will Arnett, the dumb older brother, buys a boat and he names it the C word, the S E A W A R D, the C word. And uh, <laughs> Michael is telling Job, Will Arnett's character, he says, "Get rid of the C word." And their mom's standing right there, and she goes, "I'll leave when I'm damn well ready." And if you like, <laughs> if you blink, you'll miss that joke, and you won't get it. And there's stuff like that all over, it, and they're so good. And like the uh, the running gag they have that Oscar and 
the actual dad's name. I can't think of it right now, but they're twins. And <laughs> the guy who's the actual dad, not the uncle, is always committing the dad's always committing crimes and shit and uh, he keeps setting up his twin brother to get thrown in jail and shit like that. Like it is such a good like running gag and they always bring jokes back like so well. It's an amazing show and it gave us Michael Sarah and it gave us, uh, I can't remember the, I'm terrible with actors and actresses names. If you people haven't figured that out yet, but whoever plays maybe, and I think that might've been, Jason Bateman's like first like decently big break, so it gave us Jason Bateman and maybe even Will Arnett. I have tried to start that show and I just can't. I don't know. I, I like I've watched some episodes and I just I don't know. I just can't get past the first few. In the first, uh, yeah, the first like half of the first season is kind of tough. But, like, just, I think watching it with uh, my old roommate, who you know, uh, helped. Because just, like, dumb, dumb comedy. Like, you really have to just think about how stupid these... It's like watching Tiger King. Like, Tiger King's interesting, but once you think about how stupid these people are, it's way more enjoyable. Yeah, I uh, I kind of started the same thing with Tiger King. I'm gonna be honest; I haven't really watched it because, like, I watched part of the first episode and I was like, I hate these people. Yeah, no, you're like, I hate them, and but it's interesting. But if you just like flip your brain around and just like, just think Turn about, yeah, just how dumb are these people? <laughs> and then it's hilarious because you're like, at least I'm not that stupid. I'm a lot of things, not that dumb. All right, all right, I have to. All right, all right, I guess we're doing a honorable mentions. Honorable mentions now. I only had two. Well, one for each list. Go for it. Okay. So for my first list, for the best, my honorable mention is that '70s show because I actually do think it is a good show. I just wanted to play devil's advocate. I think it is an incredible show. Fuck you. But I don't think it hits my top five, and. Um, there are some disconnects with it, and that's kind of why I left it in honorable mention. Uh, and then for my funniest, I actually have Home Improvement as an honorable mention. Dude, Wilson. Wilson is the reason why, dude. That's exactly it. Yeah. <laughs> because they never show the lower half of his face ever. And I think that is such an incredible gag that just does not get talked about enough. I love Wilson. <laughs> That's cool. And he's the wisest man on any show you will so ever true. see. And like oh. they given the finale. Like they didn't, never showed it. They didn't they could have, you know, opened up the fence or whatever. They, they, they said fuck fan so. service. Yeah, at least I don't think so. I'm gonna have to look that up because <laughs> I mean I don't I don't believe they ever no. showed it. And if they did, I never saw the episode where it yeah. was showed. Dude, that's awesome. I was I was almost gonna have it be an honorable mention. It's up there. That's a classic. Wilson, like Wilson is the reason it's an honorable mention for me because the gag of never seeing the bottom half of his face is just hysterical. I think a big part of that is that was on Nick at Night. 
So, like, you yep. stay up a little later, it's, like, 9.30, you're watching fucking Home Improvement, like, Mom and Dad haven't noticed you're still up. <laughs> yeah, Home exactly. Improvement, dude, Wilson's my dog. That's amazing. I'm so glad you picked that. I love that show. And then, I mean, I'm all I'm going to give is a, is a Tim Allen. <laughs> it's a show about a TV show also. Can we not? I forgot to mention that point. It's a show about a TV show. It's just beautiful. Yeah, and I always, dude, it took me so long to remember. Like, I used to never remember that it was called Home Improvement. I used to call it Tool Time. And that's the show on time. Show, exactly. yeah. <laughs> I used to call it Tool Time all the time. Oh, all right. They only showed Wilson's face once the entire run of the series. I just looked it up. Oh, that's depressing. And that was to take a much deserved bow. Tricky to do with the fence. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, I'm going to have to look it up. Yeah, I, I don't quite believe that. Okay, my honorable mentions uh, for my best. Uh, Modern Family, because that's just a great show. Like you said, though, you can't have Parks and Rec without The Office. You definitely can't have Modern Family without The Office. Mm. I I've seen bits and pieces of Modern Family, and I think it's a great show. But yeah, I kind of agree with you there. Uh, yeah, just honorable mention. And then, uh, dude, I think uh, this one on my funniest list was definitely going to be number five until i recalled its series finale and that is two and a half men (laughs) and i i i heard it on another podcast so i don't really want to get into it if anyone doesn't know the ending to two and a half men just go look it up it's terrible it's the it's the i can confidently say it's the worst ending to any tv show i've ever seen wrong because we're gonna get into our worst ones and you're just flat wrong on that that is a great segue my worst one how i met your mother horrible show i so here's what i'll say i don't i i agree it's probably one of the most overrated shows of our generation um i what I'll say is at least the ending like kind of fit in with the theme of the show. No, it whereas no, 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 no. It literally makes every episode irrelevant other than the first episode. The very, but they didn't episode. break the, the fourth wall. They didn't like, I don't know. They didn't basically sh- say the whole show is fake. Dude, they pulled, they pulled you around for eight, seasons or whatever the fuck it was i liked how i met your brother it was a great show and then this last episode made me want to kill whoever decided that they were going to do that i the just first think episode, it's bad storytelling the first episode he sees aunt aunt robin and he it literally stops and he says this is not your mother kids or whatever and he even says this is your aunt robin go through the whole show spoiler alert the mom dies and the last episode, the daughter that he's been telling this story to the whole time, well, there's two kids, but the daughter goes, you wouldn't have told us a story if you didn't still have the hots for Aunt Robin. And then he shows up to Aunt Robin's with the blue French horn. And it literally makes every episode except for the first episode, the blue French horn episode, and the last episode irrelevant. Okay. That's, that's fair. That's why it's the worst. Like, there's great episodes. Here's what I'll say. Show. 
but it's the, the ending of two and a half men made every episode irrelevant. Every single one. That is true. I guess they did just completely break the fourth wall in the whole show. And it doesn't like as bad as how I met your mother's ending is, which I agree, like making a bunch of the show irrelevant and like lying blatantly at one point, just to like kind of try to have a plot, like a twist is dumb as fuck. But what they did at the end of two and a half men is so stupid. It's almost unbelievable. It's like, I had to go check multiple times that that was the actual ending of the show because I didn't believe it the first time I watched it because it doesn't make any sense at all. I give it I give it a break because that show was number one in like all of TV comedies at the time or like TV shows or whatever at the time. And then the whole Charlie Sheen thing happened. And then the kid who played Jake uh, like left the show and joined like a cult or some shit. It's like he got, yeah, he got weird. And uh, like the circumstances of that show, I'm sure they probably had some idea of how it was going to end with Charlie and Alan and Jake and all, and Berta and all the characters of the show. But then it got just a wrench thrown into it. And Charlie Sheen got all crazy on cocaine and tiger blood. And then that Jake kid left, and they had to bring in Ashton Kutcher, who sucked, by the way. I love Ashton Kutcher and everything he does. He was terrible. He was terrible. He was not good. Yeah, no, it was dumb. He just tried to be, he tried to be like older Michael Kelso, and it just didn't work. And so, uh, but yeah, yeah, go ahead. Like, that's just why I give two and a half minute break. They had to deal with some shit. I think that. They should have just cut it off after Charlie Sheen. I think a lot of people probably have that similar uh, mindset because after Charlie Sheen kind of went crazy, the show was, I mean, the show was based around him for the most part. Yeah, but I'm sure it was like, I'm sure that show got renewed like right before he did that and shit. And like, they just didn't have any other options. Yeah, I guess in my mind, it's probably some financial bullshit, but yeah, keep going. Yeah. In my mind, it's more of like uh, I can equate it to if uh, so. Steve Carell left the office, main character, even though his was more of a planned leaving. If they took the final episode of The Office and they were just like they had Steve Carell look at the camera and be like, "And that's how I would make a documentary about my office or some bullshit like that." And yeah, it's like that's not far off. It's pretty goddamn close to what actually happened in Two yeah. and a Half Men, and that not is just really such at a the same time though. <laughs> like, no, yeah, it is, but it isn't because yeah. Two and a Half Men's about a thousand times more wild than what I just explained. Yeah, yeah. oh man, uh, you're worse because I know you had some. I know so I had How I Met Your Mother in there because I just think it's extremely overrated. And then Thirty Rock is uh, probably what I think is the most overrated. What? I just don't think that show is as funny as people. I think it was like relatively cringy. And I think the cast was too all-star for a TV show because they all wanted the spotlight in my opinion. And it just, that's what the whole show is about though. I just didn't like it. It's like literally like at least the first season and it's like people try to hog the spotlight and like doing but like it was, I almost felt like it was too meta because 
I felt like each actor and actress was actually trying to do that. And maybe that was just like the, the show was actually like that good. But at the same time, I just didn't like it. And also I'm going to be very straightforward. I don't like Tina Fey and Tracy Morgan that much. Oh, I mean, I can't like, I don't, I can totally see why, but I, I love 30 Rock. And so I love both of them. See, I think Alec Baldwin was great. I think (laughs) Kenneth, I think the guy who played Kenneth was probably the funniest thing that came out of that show. uh, In my opinion, I just think, uh, it was not as great as the other NBC comedies at the time, and that's probably why I don't like it as much. I, that's my opinion. I think, eh, yeah, but I mean, it's still like being the fourth out of those four is still not like, yeah, it's not bad, but like being at the same time. I think I think there are other comedies that were better than it. I I don't know. I don't like it. It's not my style. Um, God. And I I, I think shot. I think what was good about The Office and Parks and Rec and Community is they didn't have a big cast before the show started. Like those people weren't big names, whereas most of the people in Thirty Rock were, are, are SNL people. Yeah. Kind of like they took an SN, they, I guess that's kind of what I, they like made an SNL skit into a show. And I like a show about making SNL at the same time, kind of, because they're making a sketch show. Yeah, I I think that like the meta-ness of it is kind of what got me. Okay. I I guess I can see that, but I still disagree with the take. I love 30 Rock. I might actually watch some after this. That's fine. I mean, it, it's not a take. Oh, is it? Is it fine, Luke? Thanks. You can just the way I'm gonna probably go watch The Office after this because you think yeah, I'm an idiot for enjoying it. Yeah. So I don't think you're an idiot for enjoying it. I think you're an idiot well, for making it your best network comedy since I, 1994. I, it is because it laid the groundwork for so many other comedies. So. Well, I guess the reason I care is you just look like an idiot in front of all like six people that are going to be listening. The reason to you care is because I'm quote unquote jumping on the bandwagon of the office being so great, no. and it's in reality I created the goddamn no. bandwagon. I'm I'm upset because you're embarrassing me in front of my aunt Kate right now. Because I think a show <laughs> is like. Act- I think a show that a lot of people think is overrated is actually good. That's why you're embarrassed. Yeah. Precisely. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm embarrassed because you think 30 Rock is good. All I'm right. embarrassed Go for ahead. you, not me, though. Yeah, we're, <laughs> just, we're just going to end this. We're going to end this stupid oh. we're gonna do so it Overall, again. I think the reason that we started this is because we both agree that Community is an extremely underrated show. Yes. Well, I don't think a lot of people have seen this. I think you're right by saying like people have seen it because it lasted for six seasons. But I don't think I mean, I have multiple friends. Like, I mean, I tweeted about it the other day, for God's sakes. I have multiple people watching community now responding to me, telling me that they're like, God damn, this is actually underrated. Like the Troy and Abed are like the Dwight and Jim, but way funnier. 
Like the, it, but they get along. It's like, dude, Troy and Abed is a relationship like I've never seen on any show. And I really it's don't hilarious. know. Like, we could talk about community for another goddamn hour. <laughs> you could have a whole entire episode just on like one community episode, for God's sake. Dude. Like if we went in, if we wanted to just go how in depth on how great the season two's finale was, we could go in depth on cinematic parallels between that and Star Wars. Because spoiler alert. That's basically what it is. Yeah. And Except for the first half of it, which is a Western film. So it's like, okay. Yeah, dude, it's wild. It's, that's, uh, I, no, I can't talk about it anymore. Just it's go so watch great. it. Just go watch, go watch it. Like, you really main point, watch it. The main point from this that you should get is to go watch Community. Stop watching The Office because the memes are done, overdone. We get it. It's a great show. I agree. Stop watching it. Go watch Community. It's hysterical. It's new. And it'll give us some more memes. Yeah. That's the most go watch thing. Any of these other shows we mentioned and give us more memes because we're too lazy to make the memes ourselves. If somebody can find a good 30 Rock meme that might actually get me on this show, you know what? Send it to me. <laughs> Not you, Drew. I don't care about your opinion. Yeah, well, other people. Yep. Finding 30 Rock memes. Let's go. I'm ignoring every single meme that comes from Drew and only from our four listeners. <laughs> I think that's probably over-exaggerating. Our two listeners. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you that. My brother, AJ, probably. That's about it. I think Jake might listen to it. Hey, Jake, how's it going, bud? <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I guess this is kind of crazy. We've been working on this for like, I don't know, a couple months now. And then quarantine happened. So it's like, hey. It's a great time for a virtual bar. So, uh, Absolutely. here we've been, people. It's been less than a year. argue. First hand. So, uh, finish your beers? Uh, to do that, I would actually have to go get a new one. So, I'll so I'm going to go get a new one. Give me five seconds. Uh, I'll, I'll keep talking. Uh, watch community, people. And what Luke was saying about The Office, like, forget all that stupid show. Watch, like, Scrubs and Arrested Development and Community and all the ones that I said. But, like... Did yeah. you riff the Luke's whole time? great guy. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Was Uh-huh. What was that? I said, said Luke's a great guy. I said Luke's a great guy. That's all I was talking about was how, like, great you are. Yeah, you know I have to edit this, so I'll hear what you said. Mm-hmm. The office is great. I don't care what you said about it. I'm chugging my beer. Chug your beers. Finish your beers, people. Drew, something that we didn't do at the top of the episode. What beer are you drinking tonight? Bushlight. Oh, that was that was more full than I wanted. Sorry, Bushlight. What are you drinking? Blue Moon. Went a little. uh, Ooh. I haven't had Blue Moon in a while. I love Blue Moon, man. It's a little thick. It's nice and uh, it's a nice daily. I don't know. It has well, a uh, carbonation to it. Well, you got anything else? Nope. I believe that it's bar closed, my friend. It's bar closed. Ah, skeet, skeet, motherfuckers. Ah, skeet, skeet, goddamn.